Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. The Cowboy and the Schoolgirl by Mr. Jack Part 1 Morning Memory Katie glanced out her classroom window and noticed the ominous clouds darkening the afternoon skies. This 18-year-old high school senior jerked involuntarily when a blaze of lightning streaked to the ground. Big Sky Country was what Montana was called and a big sky storm was brewing. When her 12th grade history teacher resumed his droning, boring lecture, Katie's mind returned to its meandering memories of what had happened before breakfast this morning. She had seduced Clint Spencer and had allowed him to slip his swollen erection into her virginal pussy. This young lady had welcomed an older man's cock into her cunt, and she had screwed him like crazy. Oh yes, she did. Katie did it. As her remembrances intensified, Katie's quivering lips tingled and her cotton panties dampened. The man of her dreams had made her into a gloriously happy, sexually satisfied woman. Memory took this young woman back to the beginning. Part 2 Unintentional seduction early morning sunlight illuminated the shimmering red locks of Katie's freshly washed hair as she stepped from the shower. Glancing at her full-length mirror, this girl unconsciously studied her feminine body. Ranch girls are supposed to be sturdy and strong and this girl was no exception to the rule. Teen girls she was yet the curvaceous figure in the mirror indicated the female form of a woman fully grown. At about 5 feet 4 inches in height and 112 pounds in weight, this country girl's body was built like a Roman goddess's brick shithouse. Unpainted toes led up barefooted feet up slender legs to end at a thin, neatly trimmed bush of curly, scarlet red pubic hair. A slight belly bump sat atop a curvy ass attached to childbearing hips. Twin, melon-shaped breasts were adorned with perky nipples. Katie's hands unconsciously cupped her breasts and bounced them. As a young woman, she was extremely proud of the bountiful boobs her body had developed. The last bra she had bought was a tight size 34 with a C cup. A sound from outside interrupted this young woman's visual examination. Peeking out the bathroom window, Katie saw that the bunkhouse screen door had been slammed and a man was striding off the porch. The man was her grandfather's ranch foreman, Clint Spencer. One of Katie's hands left a breast and cupped the mound between her legs. Several long, Slim fingers probed inside a wedding, puffy pussy. This girl had loved Clint Spencer since she was ten years old. When she had learned how to masturbate, this man was her orgasmic inspiration. In her mind's eye she always imagined his tall, manly, muscular body entwined with her nude, feminine body. If Katie O'Hara had a wish to be granted it would be for Clint Spencer to wed her and bed her and let her pop out little Spencer babies from her belly. So what if he was thirty-eight years in age while she was only eighteen? Yeah, so what? He was a man and she was a woman. Hey Angus O'Hara, old fella? A booming voice from the kitchen inquired. Didn't you hear my knocking? Is anyone up yet? Katie, hey kid, is anyone awake? We're burning daylight. Kid. Did that infuriating man dare call this girl a kid again? Sticking a head out of her bathroom door, Katie irritably replied. Mister, hang on to your damn horses and I'll be right there. Grabbing up a terry cloth bathrobe with one hand and slamming the bathroom door open with the other, Katie strode down the short hallway. Without covering herself in the garment she carried, 
the girl burst into the kitchen. The teenaged female was bare-ass naked. Who are you calling kid? Katie angrily announced. The aggravated girl threw the bathrobe at the smiling man's face. Damn you, Clint, I'm going to teach you once and for all that I'm not a kid. Look at these tits. Are these the boobs of a kid? Look at my ass. Did you ever see an ass like this on a kid? Look at my bushy. Pussy. Does a kid girl have something like this? As Katie stood with her hands planted firmly on her hips, Clint did indeed look just as he was ordered to. Hell, he knew the girl was growing up, but he never imagined that she was as well-stacked and sexy as she was. Oh, wouldn't those breast melons fit nicely in his hands? Oh, what a beautiful ass she had. Oh, baby, wouldn't that bushy pussy be a nice place in which to place his hardening cock? Pulling his cowboy hat from his head, Clint covered his crotch to hide his swelling erection from the teen child eyes. Okay, okay, so she wasn't exactly a kid, but a fellow of his age could get himself into a lot of trouble messing around with a barely legal girl like her. Katie Scarlett O'Hara, you are a mischievous minx. Clint practically shouted in an attempt to hide his discomfort at being in company of his employer's naked teenage granddaughter. Girl, you sure are living up to the flirtatious, rebellious, and temperamental disposition of your gone-with-the-wind namesake character. This bedeviled man took an involuntary step towards the unclothed girl. I'll tell you this, young lady. He added. Yes, you are growing up and you're not all that much of a kid anymore, but if your granddad walks in here and sees you naked he will spank your pretty white ass all over this house. Aha, mister, so you have noticed my ass and you do think it's pretty. Katie victoriously replied. I'm not worried about Grandpa coming in because he went to town to get the vet for old Molly. That old gray mare ain't what she used to be so shouldn't have been mated to a stud this year. Are men like stud horses that have to stick their stiffened poles into any in-heat mare or filly they meet? Too late, Katie realized the sexual implications of the question she had unintentionally asked aloud. Although she was acting like a shameless exhibitionist in front of this man, her suntan face still flamed with embarrassment. Oh, just forget I asked? The girl temperamentally added. Even if Grandpa was here, he couldn't spank my ass for being naked because he's an old man and he wouldn't be able to catch me. Suddenly a mischievous glint found a place in Clint's eyes. Two can play this innocent sex-teasing game. Taking another step towards Katie, he teasingly threatened. Young lady, just because your granddad is not here doesn't mean you can't get an ass spanking. There is a man here who is a lot younger and quicker than he is. You wouldn't dare. Katie defiantly responded. Mister, you don't have the right to touch my ass unless I give you explicit permission to do so. I mean, I guess I'd let you touch it if you wanted to, but Clint, you're kind of an old fellow yourself, so I don't think you could catch me either. With the gauntlet of those challenging words thrown down, Katie twirled around and ran towards the safety of her bedroom door. In his girl's heart of hearts she hoped upon hope that the man she loved would chase her. Even more, she prayed a prayer that he would catch her. Barely legal teenager the sexy young woman might be, but Clint was finding himself inexplicably drawn toward her. Her flirtatious sexiness was irresistible. The straining erection inside his jeans was begging him to give chase to the sex-teasing piece of feminine ass bouncing and jiggling down the hallway. Giving in to undeniable temptation, Clint ran after the girl. As the man met the closing bedroom door, he pushed it open against the young woman's protests. Suddenly, she gave up the fight then ran for her bed and dove under the blanketed bed covers. Clint stood by the bed and pondered the perplexing situation before him. Did he dare continue this game which had an uncertain ending? While his mind questioned, his eyes wandered around the room. Katie was a country girl rancher's granddaughter, but her bedroom was littered here and about with fluffy, furry, 
feminine finery. Speaking of fluffy, furry, feminine finery, Clint's thoughts fixated on his remembrances of a curly bush of fiery red pubic curls. Those proudly displayed curls had seemed to offer an open invitation for him to come out and play as much as he dared. A closing bedroom door had not stopped this man on his quest toward ass spanking a teasing girl, so why should the girl expect a few layers of bed covering to stop him? Grabbing the edge of Katie's blankets, Clint pulled them down and threw them to the foot of the bed. The nude girl attempted to turn away and curl up into a fetal position, but strong, masculine hands flipped her body onto her belly. Quickly taking a seat on the edge of the bed, Clint's hand smacked the exposed skin of one lily-white ass cheek and then he smacked the other. Paying no attention to the squirming, whipping girl's protests, this man gave the mischievous young lady the ass-whipping she so richly deserved. Katie protests were genuinely uttered because damn it the spanking hurt. But painful or not, the man she loved was touching her ass with his wondrous hands. Oh, she loved it. God, she wished, if only, if only her man would touch her somewhere else more gently, and with some kind of loving caresses. While not exactly reading the girl's mind, Clint did begin feeling pangs of guilt. Katie's beautiful ass skin was reddening too much. Without considering the consequences, this man's guilty conscience and tender heart implored him to offer solace to the flesh he was mercilessly molesting. Bending over, this man offered comfort in a way he had absolutely no premeditated intention of doing. He began kissing Katie's ass. While his hands gently rubbed, his lips tenderly kissed every redden inch of this girl's beautiful derriere. Katie's heart and soul were now floating on a fluffy cloud in seventh heaven. The love of her life was actually kissing her with his glorious lips. And to top it off, he was playing with her nude body with his wandering hands. Clint's hands were indeed wandering off and doing things he had not consciously given them permission to do. While his lips continued kissing the recovering ass skin, one of his hands was exploring silky smooth legs and his other was investigating the flesh of a sexy soft female back. Again, with no premeditated deliberation, the hand playing with the girl's back reached under her upper body and cupped her rounded breast. The hand playing with the girl's legs committed the unpardonable offense of delving between her legs and cupping the mound of her swelling pussy. Katie nearly swooned with delight. Oh goodness, this was more wonderful than her mind could have ever imagined. Her entire body tingled with the fiery anticipation of awakened lust. Oh God, things just couldn't get any better than this. Katie's last thought came a little too prematurely. Clint's breast and pussy playing hands found a firm handhold under her body and tossed her featherweight form up and over onto her back. And then, oh God, the ass-kissing man did an incredibly astounding thing. The mouth that had been kissing her ass now transferred its affections to her pussy. Dozens and dozens of slippery, saliva-wet kisses hungrily explored this girl's vaginal mound. Not one inch of her virginal flesh went untouched by the man's greedy, pussy-kissing lips. Clint Spencer lost all hope of common-sense restraint. Pussy lust consumed every ounce of his self-disciplined sense of propriety. The narrow line between right and wrong was blurred beyond seeing. Right, wrong, proper or not, he wanted to eat this teenage girl's pussy. In order to get the sexy young woman's pussy into a more appropriate eating position, Clint fell to his knees beside the bed then twisted Katie's legs around toward him and forced them up and wide apart. Burying his head into a furry, swollen mound, this man began eating to his heart's delight. Katie O'Hara's mind was playing tricks on her. Surely this wasn't really happening. Oh, but yes it was. Clint's mouth had captured her clit. He was kissing it, he was sucking it, and oh mercy he was chewing on it, too. Never in her wildest fantasies had she ever imagined anything could feel so good. 
the moans and cries of whimpering joy emanating from her mouth was surely alerting her man to the fact that she was a wanton wench with no sense of decency residing in her heart. Breathing in the intoxicating aroma of sweet, musky, young pussy, Clint's mouth kissed and sucked while his lips licked and explored. Making this wondrous vaginal mound his very own personal plaything, he ate, and he played merrily. Finding his girl's wet vaginal hole, he licked and prodded with his tongue. Female moisture bathed his tickling intruder. Overjoyed was he to find a virginal hymen still intact. This man's sense of personal ownership was becoming more and more urgent. Now he knew that his was the first mouth, lips, and tongue to touch this most sacred of a woman's feminine body parts. God help him for his wickedness, but he wanted his cock to be the first to penetrate into this hallowed sanctuary, too. As Clint continued to eat Katie's sweet pussy, his mind refused to let go of the fact of how much he wanted to fuck it. Okay, so she was letting him suck her, but would she really want him to go that far? In the back of his mind he knew this bedeviling girl loved him. Well, to tell the truth, he was kinda halfway in love with her, too. If only she wasn't so young. If only she wasn't so naive and innocently pure. This innocently pure girl might be young and naive, but she nevertheless had the mating instincts of a woman. Entwining her slim fingers into Clint's reddish-blonde hair, Katie ground his face against her burning pussy. This was her first pussy-sucking, and she was enjoying it immensely. Yet, as much as she loved her man's flicking tongue pushing against her hymen, she realized that this wasn't the masculine probe she really wanted inside her vagina. Katie wanted Clint Spencer's cock inside her pussy hole, and she wanted her vaginal cavity to be filled with his baby-making semen and sperm. Clutching two handfuls of hair, Katie viciously pulled the man's voracious, pussy-eating mouth away from her aching, drip-a-wet vaginal mound. Kiss me, kiss me, she begged. Oh, Clint, please, please kiss me. Springing into a sitting position on the edge of her bed, Katie wrapped her slim fingers around Clint's thick neck and forced his face towards hers. Lips collided in an impassioned, kiss-hungry duel of lust and love. The young woman could taste the tangy musk of her own female juices on the man's wet mouth. Without taking her lips from his, Katie's hands reached for the snaps on Clint's cowboy shirt. This girl's shirt removal task was complicated by a pair of tit-grabbing hands which were kneading, bouncing, and playing with her dangling breasts. Finally, Katie had the shirt completely unsnapped. She stripped the garment off and revealed a rugged, rock-hard masculine chest partially covered with downy, reddish-blonde hair. Having no time to stop and admire Mother Nature's masculine handiwork, this single-minded young woman's hands unbelted Clint's cowboy belt and unbuttoned his jeans. Hooking her fingers into the waistbands of both the pants and the underwear, Katie pulled the cock-covering articles of clothing down to the man's knees. As a ranch girl, Katie had seen horse cocks and bull cocks aplenty in her eighteen years of life. But here— Standing proudly erect before her eyes was the most magnificent specimen of a human cock this young woman had ever imagined existed. While either bull nor horse cock long it was nevertheless of an ample length and girth to adequately fill up the vaginal void between a human female's legs. Taking permission for granted, Katie reached out and captured the manly erection with her two hands. Unsure of the mechanics involved with playing with a cock, this girl went ahead and gave it a shot. By gently fondling and firmly squeezing she soon began to get more comfortable playing with the unfamiliar object. She even became so bold as to bounce the sack full of testicular prairie oysters hanging between the man's legs. Damn, he was playing with her dangly tits so what right would he have to object to her manual manipulations of his dangly balls? Katie's mind was assaulted by a persistent urging. Clint had kissed and sucked on her pussy, so why couldn't she kiss and suck on his cock? Without seeking prior authorization— 
this young lady twisted into a suitable position for cock-kissing and began kissing to her heart's contentment. Recalling some of the embarrassing advertisements she'd seen on TV, Katie giggled. The man attached to the cock she was kissing certainly didn't have any problems with erectile dysfunction. But if this stiffened erection lasted more than four hours, good God what would she do with it? Surely together they could do something to make it go down by then. Katie O'Hara had a good girl reputation and, in fact, a good girl she was. But an indisputable truth nagged at her. The rules say, good girls do not suck cock. So, what is a good girl supposed to do when she desperately wants to have a sample of the feel and the taste of her special man's cock in her mouth? Katie decided to do just what any good girl in her situation would do. She would ignore the rules. This girl took her man's cock by its stiffened horn, and she plopped the beautiful sucker into her mouth. No one had ever taught Katie about the proper techniques to ensure a good cocksucking adventure, but heck, how hard could it be? The cawhead was no different than an extra-tasty Tootsie Pop, and the cock shaft was just a super-length popsicle. So, this cock-hungry girl licked and chewed on her man's cock pop and she sucked and slurped on his coxicle. Katie decided to agree with her mouth-watering lips. This engorge, blood-racing, meaty erection she was sucking on was the tastiest treat she'd ever had in her mouth. And damn it, if Clint thought she was a bad girl for sucking his cock, then so be it. Clint had no such thought running through his mind. Even as his body thrilled at the cock-sucking touch of the sexy young lady, his heart told him that Katie was an angelic good girl who had no sin in her soul. In fact, this man was delighted with the knowledge that this young woman must really love him even more than he imagined she did or else she won't dare be doing what she was doing to him. Good God, how could he help but not love her, too? Hey, sweetheart, Clint huskily whispered. While you're down there in the neighborhood, why don't you stop for a minute and pull off my boots and pants? You've gotten naked for me so I'd like to do the same for you. Reluctantly, Katie released the delicious cock treat from her mouth and followed instructions. This girl had pulled off her granddad's cowboy boots for him hundreds of times, but goodness, she had never removed a lover man's pants. While removing the boots and jeans, this maturing young woman's wandering mind quizzically wondered. Yes, oh God, yes, Clint was undeniably a man, but was he her lover? Technically speaking, didn't a woman have to have a man's cock inside her cunt to meet the defining qualifications of a lover? Two hands locked themselves under Katie's armpits and pulled upward. A pair of brawny, muscular arms lifted her entire body skyward with the ease of a champion weightlifter lifting a sack of featherweight potatoes. So high was she lifted, she feared her head might hit her bedroom ceiling. What madness was this? Insanity it might seem, but Clint had an inspired method to his sexual madness. After lifting Katie's nude body to the correct height in front of his face, he captured a swollen nubal nipple with his mouth. Just like a starving baby would do, this man's tit-hungry lips sucked greedily. The other nippled tit protrusion received the same treatment. While Katie sighed contently, Clint buried his freshly shaven face into her busted bosom. Kissing lips kissed and licking lips licked every exposed inch of warm memory flesh they could find. Rutting and rooting around, this man made the bountiful breasts bounce and sway like a tasselted belly dancer's boobs. Slowly lowering Katie's nude body down a bit, Clint was able to transfer his lips' affections to the supple smooth mouth of the young woman in his arms. As her breasts pressed to his chest and her arms flew around his neck, this man kissed his young lady with passionate fire. He kissed with a zest he never had before with any other woman. Love was awakened. Katie felt a joy she had never known before. She knew she was in love, but now she was feeling the euphoric thrill of being loved herself. She was a woman who was loved by a man. Oh God, 
There was only one thing more this man could do to her to seal the deal and make her into a woman complete. Wetness dripped from her pussy just thinking about it. Clint's heart and erection felt a dripping, warm wetness dribbling down on it. As a sturdy tree trunk instinctively reaches for the warmth of the sun, this man's cock shaft reached upwards towards the source of the invigorating moisture. By lowering Katie's body an inch then too, Clint felt the tip of his supersensitive cock head kiss the delicate, butterfly wings of the girl's inner pussy lips. Another inch he lowered and the timid lips opened to embrace its welcome intruder. Closing around the cock-swollen, bulbous ball, these seductive lips begged for entrance. Katie's pussy felt like it was a fire. She felt like she was the wettest wet she had ever been in her life. Her body felt the head of Clint's cock slightly pressing against her unbroken hymen. Goodness, why is he being so hesitant to break it? Didn't he know how desperately she wanted to get fucked by him? Taking matters into her own hands, Katie lifted her legs from their dangling place in midair and wrapped them around the standing man's hips. This girl lifted her hips an inch or two then she sat down hard on the stiffened cock shaft that had been mercilessly teasing her. Even though she knew the pain would come, this young woman screamed. Clint's penile shaft disappeared into Katie's pussy. The entire length of his cock shaft penetrated deep into a sopping wet vaginal cavity. Virginal blood and a flood of female moisture bathed the elongated intruder in a molten bath of erotic stimulation. With Katie's arms clinched around his neck and her legs wrapped tightly around his hips, Clint let go of his handhold under the girl's arms then moved his hands down her silky back and grabbed two handfuls of firm female ass. Paying no attention to the hymen-busted girl's whimpering cries of pain and whining protests, Clint bounced Katie's body up and down on his buried cock shaft. With the energetic skill of a professional basketball player, he dribbled the young woman's ass as if it were an air ball he was expertly tossing up and catching as it came down. As the nude girl's slippery wet pussy slid up and down on this man's meaty penile pole, frictional fires heated his swollen cock shaft. Hot-blooded testicle cream was begging to be released from its ball sack confinement. Without a doubt in his mind, he knew he would start coming soon. Katie's cries and feeble protests tapered off. In their place, delightful sensations of pleasure swept over her body. Finally, she had a lover. The pumping cock buried deep within her cunt gave her the unequivocal qualifications for promoting herself into the exalted position of being Clint Spencer's lover. Clint repeatedly bounced and pitched the sweet young lady's pussy up and down upon his deep penetrating cock shaft. In their desperate race for cum shooting release, Katie beat him to the finish line. The young feminine body which had never felt the touch of a man's cock was now spraying his erect manshaft with a blistering mist of female cum. Because of their shared nudity, Clint could feel Katie's heartbeat pounding against his naked chest. He could feel the girl's pussy racing pulse beat all along his engorged direction's elongated length. Whimpering cries stole the girl's breath away. Breathtaking orgasms overpowered all her other senses, and she moaned with overwhelming joyful lust. Clint now knew it was time for him to let go, too. His pussy-drowning cock went ahead and released a pressurized load of pent-up mancum. Thick globs of semen and sperm shot into Katie's sweltering wet vaginal void. The young woman's pussy muscles constricted against the man's meaty erection. Squeezing vaginal contractions milked his cock shaft. Euphoric, earthquaking orgasms rattled and shook their world. As Clint's heated cock cream filled Katie's pussy, the girl began knowing the thrill of multiple orgasms. This young woman's virgin-busted vaginal hole wasn't spacious enough to hold a swollen chunk of mammy plus the heaping servings of thick cum gravy, too. Squishy, squashy squirts of excess male and female fluids spurted out and coated the copulating couple's sex-enraged pubic loins. Katie's tight, teenaged pussy begged her lover's cock for more and more. 
The man's mind told him that, in ordinary circumstances, his masculine loins would have no more to give. Yet, incredibly, his love and lust-inspired body contradicted the rules of ordinary masculine behavior. His seminal reservoir was not yet depleted of all its natural orgasmic liquids. Clint began coming into his sweet country girl lover's slippery pussy again. If the man had breath to spare, he would have squealed with orgasmic delight. He held onto the bouncing ass of the bronco-busting cowgirl wildly riding his cock and allowed the victory of orgasms to sweep his mind and body into a netherworld of bliss. Katie's teeth biting into the man's shoulder let him know she was coming again, too. From out of nowhere, she found a breath of air. This once virginal young lady allowed wanton unladylike squeals of joy and whines of pleasure to peal out loudly. At long last, panting moans and whimpering cries began fading away. Katie's arms held onto Clint's neck with the seeming intention of never letting go. He too held onto the young female in his arms with no immediate plans of ever letting her go. The room became quiet, so quiet that long ignored sounds could now be heard. Trucks were moving about, horses were whinnying, and a ranch day was starting. Silently, lust-sated loins were leaking excess male and female cum, vaginal lubricants, and virginal blood onto a young woman's bedroom carpet. Part 3 Rainy day delight Katie stared out her classroom window and saw that the ominous clouds were becoming even more menacing. Multiple streaks of lightning flashed across the afternoon sky. All of a sudden, the floodgates opened and torrents of windblown rain assaulted the school. Panic seized this young woman's mind. What if it was raining like this up in the Ruby Mountain Range above the ranch? If a flash flood swept down Juniper Creek the bridge would become impassable, and she wouldn't be able to get home. Oh God, I have to get home! The twelfth grader silently shouted to all the deities above. I have a man to see about kissing and loving and bedding me down. I need that man in a bed, I need his lips on mine, and I desperately need his cock inside my cunt. Katie O'Hara was hopelessly in love. Okay, so what if she was young? She had no hopes for the future other than being Clint Spencer's wife and the mother to his babies. To hell with college and to hell with running away to the city like most of her friends planned to do. This was one good old country girl who would be perfectly contented being a homebody rancher woman mate to the man of her dreams. Oh God, oh God, if only she could be sure the bedeviling man really loved her, too. Yes, he had kissed her, he had screwed her, and he had whispered endearing words. But not once had that virgin fucker devil told her he loved her. Speaking of the devil, the classroom door was flung open and in burst a man. Gather up your schoolbooks, Katie. Clint Spencer's commanding voice ordered. Honey, Juniper Creek is nearly up to the bridge and girly I've just gotta get you home. Katie jumped up as if a bolt of lightning had lit her ass afire. Taking the hurrying man's hand, she ran with him down the high school corridor. Buckets of rain fell as he opened his four-door, four by four, duly truck's door, and shoved her climbing ass in. Clint was driving too fast considering the weather and the road conditions, but Katie wasn't about to attempt to dissuade him from hurrying her home. This schoolgirl busied herself with straightening the hem of her sleeveless, canary-yellow, short-skirted sundress. Even though they had run through the rain, this dress was soaking wet and was clinging to her flesh like a second skin. Katie had not failed to notice her man's exploring eyes as he occasionally glanced over and studied the feminine curves and bulges which were exposed to his eyes. Suddenly, this mischievous girl had an overpowering urge to speak. Clint? She shouted over the din of the hammering rain on the truck top. Why did you come and get me? Clint looked towards the girl with a hope in his mind that this young woman wasn't developing a case of addlebrain forgetfulness. Listen here, sweetheart. 
he calmly explained. Like I told you back at the school, the creek is rising and you need to get home before it does. Mister, I understand your official explanation, Katie patiently said. But why did you yourself come when you could have sent one of the Rand hands? And why did you say, girly, I've just got to get you home? Clint, why have you got to get me home? If the creek flooded the bridge, you know I could have stayed in town with Aunt Mary. Mister, it wouldn't be because you have some kind of feelings for me, would it? Maybe you miss me? Katie patiently awaited answers to her questions, yet the man sitting beside her gave no immediate response. His eyes seemed to be stoically concentrating on the treacherous roadway ahead. The bridge spanning Jupiter Creek could be barely made out a short distance up the road. Taking matters into her own hands, Katie kicked off her sandals then scooted across the long bench seat until her feminine body was brushing up against an unyielding masculine form. This girl's short dress was pulled up so far that nearly the entirety of her slender young legs were uncovered. Suddenly, Clint felt a weight settling across his lap. Glancing down, he saw the sexy slim shape of a young woman's leg. If he didn't know better, he would swear that a kneecap was teasing the crotch of his jeans. Within these pants, a hardened stiffness was growing. Unconsciously, one of his hands left the steering wheel and began fondling the smooth leg flesh. Katie began kissing the stubbled cheek of the truck-driving man. With her knee, she began to deviously massage the manhood between her lover man's legs. This young woman hoped upon hope that her slow seduction would arouse some kind of response. Clint, my love, Katie seductively whispered in his ear. Didn't you miss me just a little bit? Don't you think you might love me just a tiny bit? That did it. Clint sped across the bridge spanning Juniper Creek. Rampaging floodwaters were within an inch of covering the structure. Heading for high ground, this man guided his truck up a hill then pulled under the shelter of a grove of stately evergreen pines. Clint turned the key and the truck's husky engine stopped growling. Despite the sheltering pines, pitter-pattering rain still fell on the rooftop. Abruptly, this man grabbed the cock-teasing young woman up into his arms. He carried her as he scooted over out from under the steering wheel. Okay, young miss, I'll answer your questions, the man brusquely announced. Hell, woman, I've missed you like crazy this whole damn day long. And damn it to hell, whether it's right or wrong, I don't just love you a little bit, Katie, I love you a lot. Furthermore, I love making love to you. I can't wait until I get you home to do it again. If I don't get my cock into your pussy right now, I'm going to go insane. Katie's heart soared with unbridled love. Her feminine loins dripped with lust. This young lady grabbed the hem of her dress then pulled it up and over her head. Flinging the garment to the floorboard, she then stripped her panties and bra off. Clint's eyes watched the entire striptease act, yet he wasn't sitting by idle while watching. His own articles of clothing were finding themselves victims of the same fate as Katie's. They were thrown into the floorboard or tossed over into the back seat. Katie had been riding horses since she was a baby so she well knew how to mount and jump into the saddle. As soon as Clint assumed the proper truck seat fucking position leaning back with his legs stretched out, this cowgirl mounted her man. With her legs spread, this girl wasted no time with the preliminaries of slow foreplay seduction. Going straight for the good stuff, she took Clint's cock in a hand and guided the swollen erection to her drip of wet inner pussy lips. In an attempt to cinch herself into the saddle securely, Katie impaled her pussy onto the stiffened cock shaft. Even though she was still sore from this morning's ride, this girl was eager for another cock-riding jaunt. The rainy wetness outside had nothing over on this girl. Her sopping wet pussy was so saturated with moisture she could have drowned a man. As it was, her slippery vaginal fluid smothered the thrusting cock shaft which was jumping upwards furiously. With vaginal soreness now a distant memory, 
Katie rode her bucking bronco with the expert skill of a rodeo performer. Frictional heat from this cockbucking stud was beginning to burn the insides of this wanton young filly's pussy. Orgasmic cataclysm was not far away. Clint, too, was beginning to feel the heat of orgasmic fire. This young woman he loved was a wonder. On one hand, she was a fine, domesticated homemaker who could cook, sew, and keep house. On the other hand, she was a bedroom wildcat who loved to purr. The fact that she was not afraid to learn about lust in a truck was just an added bonus. This wild young sex kitten grabbed two firm handholds on her man's neck then leaned back to offer her breasts for play. Clint reached for the bouncing boobies, captured them, and then attempted to tame their erratic, wiggling, jiggling movements. By lifting the beauties, he was able to get an occasional taste of a nipple into his mouth. If Katie would only slow down her energetic cock-riding, then maybe this man could accomplish a proper job of tit-sucking. Not that this man was complaining. Oh no, good God his pussy-pounding cock was deliriously contented to be having this cock-hungry girl riding it. Seminal fluids were summoned to escape from their testicle sac confinement and shoot to the surface. This time, Clint was the one to win the race for orgasmic release. Thick, creamy, sperm-filled seminal milk shot out of his enraged cockhead. Streams of pressurized fire entered his lover's tight young pussy. For the second time this day, blissful orgasmic joy overwhelmed his senses. Katie lost the orgasmic race only by a fraction of a second. She too was now caught up in the joyful ecstasy of carnal cheer. Once more her vaginal cavity was filling up with the meat and cream of a pussy-fucking man. This girl's super-tight pussy muscles squeezed and milked the entire elongated length of the swollen cock shaft buried within her body. The soothing sounds of pitter-pattering rain were lost as wails and cries of orgasmic elation resounded within the truck. Lost in a netherworld of lust and love, Katie and Clint made love with the passion of energized bunnies. They just kept on coming and coming. As energetic as young Katie was, she finally ran out of steam. Exhausted, she slumped down and laid her head with its rain-dampened red hair on her lover's shoulder. The worn-out man's muscles relaxed, but he held the woman in his lap in a tight ill-never-let-you-go grip. Clint, Katie whispered when her breath returned. We haven't been using protection. Two times today you have filled my womb with your baby-making seeds. I guess it's my fault because I wanted to ride you bareback, but I suppose I put all thoughts of possible impregnation out of my mind. In my heart of hearts I think I was hoping you wouldn't mind it if I had your baby. I'm just a hopeless romantic, I guess. Hugging his woman in a vice-like bear hug, Clint responded to the girl's heartfelt emotions. Baby doll, my love, he said. If you are a hopeless romantic then I suppose I am too. As a ranchman, I know full well the implications of allowing a male animal to implant his reproductive seed inside the womb of the female of his species. So, even knowing this, I went ahead and deposited my sperm inside you. If we get pregnant then it's fine with me. But honey, if it's alright with you, I'd like to have a lot more babies than just one. Katie's head jerked up from her man's shoulder. Wide-eyed from this shocking announcement, this girl could find no words to speak. Not only did the man of her dreams love her, but he wanted her to bear him lots of babies. Of course now, Katie, Clint quickly added. These baby-making plans of ours are all premature unless we have a marital union first. I'd rather not have a bunch of little bastard kids running around all over the ranch. So, Katie O'Hara, will you marry me? Just name the time and place and I'll be there. Katie exploded. Yes, you can bet your sweet ranchman's ass I'll marry you. She answered resoundingly. As for a time and place, let's do it at my high school graduation party at the ranch on Saturday. Okay? You can be my biggest and best present. 
Sounds fine with me. Clint answered enthusiastically. Hell, I couldn't ask for a better wedding present than a blushing teenage bride. Of course Saturday is only a few days away and if we continue doing what we've been doing you might already be pregnant by then. Don't you think we should stop until after the ceremony? Katie passionately kissed her man, her fiancé lover a dozen times. Mr. Spencer, she adamantly pronounced, You just try and stop me from jumping your bones between now and then and I'll kick your stubborn ass all over hell and back. Speaking of bones, is that a boner I feel swelling inside me? Sure enough, Clint discovered that his erection was stiffening again. All this while they had been talking they had seemingly been unaware of the fact that their loins were still conjoined. Incredible, it was, but Katie's pussy was again becoming wet with feminine moisture. All of this talk about love, babies, and marriage seemed to have stirred up a brew of renewed lust. Clint and Katie smiled at each other as an unspoken thought passed between their hearts and minds. There was no sense in wasting a hardened cock and a wet pussy by ending their lovemaking just yet. Katie and Clint each had another similar thought running through their minds as they again consummated the bindings of their hearts and bodies. Who knows, perhaps one of those vigorous seminal swimmers released today had already found an ovarian egg to mate with. Together the two could find a comfortable nine-month home inside a warm incubation oven. With the rain playing rhythmic music, frictional fires once more burned. A man and a woman began renewing their vows of lust and love. A cowboy's cock and a schoolgirl's cunt rejoiced in passionate celebration. The end. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.